Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of Divine Downloads. I'm your host, Elizabeth Overton, and today I'm delighted to have another wonderful nurse on the show, Jerry Schultz. Jerry is a registered nurse with decades of experience in patient care and clinical ad administration. She has clinical expertise managing cardiovascular services, intensive care units, four Chicago area inpatient hospice providers, and critical care and telemetry units. She has she earned the Health Grades Critical Care Excellence Awards three years, improved patient <clears throat> excuse me satisfaction scores from a two percent to ninety eight percentile overall ranking age caps, and achieved an employee satisfaction rating above ninety percent for management, reflecting her passion for nursing care and her respect for frontline nurses. Dang. Okay, Jerry served on the nursing faculty of several Chicago area colleges and universities where she inspired student nurses with her love of nursing and with the strong work ethics that have served her throughout her career. She's a registered nurse in Ohio and Illinois and a member of the American Nurses Association, the Ohio Nurses Association, the American Cannabis Nurses Association, and the National Nurses and Business Association. She has earned her Master's of Science in Nursing, a Bachelor of Science in Nursing, and also has a Bachelor of Arts in Business Administration. Her passion for learning continues with her advanced study of cannabis and plant-based medicine. And Jerry is the founder and CEO of Tulip Tree LLC. Jerry, Jerry Schultz, welcome to the program. Oh, I'm so excited to be here, Elizabeth. Thanks for having me. You are so welcome. So... This is going to be such a good episode because clearly there has been no bigger, better time to get into the CBD, the cannabinoids um, arena, right? And so who better than a nurse? So why don't, let's see, I'd like to tell people how I meet my guests. So let's see, we met on LinkedIn, right? We met on LinkedIn, but we're both members of the NNBA, so um, we crossed paths at the conference this year, but, you know, there were so many exciting seminars and a lot of people there, we, we just didn't connect there, so I thought, I need to meet this woman and connected with LinkedIn. Perfect. So I just, I love social media for this very reason. It's so funny how when we all go to these conferences, right? And we meet people that legit live in our own area. Um, and so I just love um, the way that we're able to connect. We really are. So another nurse said, you know, nursing is actually a very small community when you, when you, when you kind of peel back all the layers. So Jerry. It's help, amazing. Right. Yeah. So yeah. tell us as much or as little, I mean, you, you have so much clinical experience and so much with leadership administration. How, tell us about your story. Like, how did you go from that yeah. to this and tell us all the things. So, you know, I absolutely loved being a nurse. Nursing was a second career for me and I got into it. I went back to school and it just felt so good. And I had such a strong passion for it. Um, and I started my nursing career. I went into the ICU and was a bedside nurse in the ICU for many years when um, my manager got her doctorate and was moving to a different position. And she asked me if I would step into her management role. Um, 
nothing further from my mind than stepping into management, but I saw it as an opportunity. You know, I always keep my eyes open and I try to see the path that's right in front of me. And this offer, you know, I, I balked a little bit, but then I realized that this was my chance to help support bedside nursing um, in a manner that I thought they needed to be supported. So I kind of jumped in. I was self-taught in leadership. And over the years, I've, you know, read books, I've gone to conferences, I've gone to seminars. And I really fully believed in leadership theory that, you know, you need to serve your bedside nurses and happy employees make really good employees and they deliver the best patient care. So that's kind of the model that I, I went with. Um, I noticed a lot of the leadership models out there, you know, it's that pyramid from the top down with the C-suite and the CEO being at the top of that pyramid. And I thought, well, that's not right. Actually, the patient should be at the top of that pyramid. And then the direct caregivers, the bedside nurses, and then the ancillary staff, then leadership, and then the C-suite. Um, and that's kind of how I conducted myself throughout the years and really followed that template in my leadership, which is how I was able to work with some amazing nurses, um, help them get certified, help them build their practice, and really build some strong dynamic teams. Um, I love every single one of the nursing teams that I put together through the years. And really, it was a pleasure and a joy to watch them grow and thrive and watch our patient um, care scores go up, watch the nurses satisfaction scores go up. And, you know, I thought I'm, I'm doing something right because, you know, Elizabeth, nursing is, as all of the audience probably knows, nursing, you know, it's, it's a passion, but it's mentally, emotionally, physically exhausting. So, you know, we really need to support those bedside people. And that's where my passion is. Okay, so many things I want to uh, recap. I think that you said happy employees make good employees or great employees. I, yes. I, couldn't, I couldn't agree more and that the patient should be at the top of the pyramid. Uh, hallelujah, yes. Hallelujah, <laughs> yeah. And it's so I feel like you're, you're a diamond in the rough. I, I hear so many stories of, nurses who don't feel supported and the leadership is just not there. So my guess is that your nurses loved you. Your nurses loved coming to work. They, they wanted to do better because they felt supported, right? Yeah, we had some, we had some very tight teams and, you know, I didn't coddle them. Nurses don't want to be coddled. Nurses want to um, be able to count on somebody, know what to expect from somebody and be offered the opportunity to learn and grow and have the tools they need to do what they do best, and that's patient care. I love this so much. So thank you for, um, I, I would have loved to have you as, as one of my leaders working at the bedside. Um, yeah. So, so amazing. So how does, how, what was your, how did you dip your toe in the water of the cannabis world? So, so I've been really a strong believer in medical marijuana for a very long time. I, you know, I love natural medicine and I know I was an ICU manager and an ICU nurse, but you know, my, my hobby during those years has always been natural medicine. 
And um, cannabis has just an immense amount of properties that are so beneficial to all of us and, and can really help, you know, get us off of the over-the-counter meds and some of the chemicals that, that we put into our bodies. Um, my father actually was one of the first influencers of me. Uh, he's a very, very conservative Republican politician and, you know, very strict about so many things. But as he got older and as he retired, you know, he grew up in the era where it was martinis and cigarettes. And, you know, so alcohol being the drug of choice did a damage to a lot of people. And he really um, got to the point where he could not access his drug of choice, which was alcohol, as much without doing more damage to his body. So he turned to medical cannabis. And, you know, it, it went against everything that he lived his life for. But, you know, at the end, medical cannabis, medical marijuana was the thing that helped ease his pain without doing more damage to his already really damaged body. Um, and medical cannabis really helped ease him into his transition in life, which, you know, at the time I looked at it and went, well, I knew this, but, you know, fast forward years later, and it only underlined the, the, the um, commitment I have to this plant. So when cannabis became more of a conversation that you could have in public and with people without being looked at or frowned on or thought that you're a drug addict or a hippie, you know, but, but people were talking about it more mainstream, I really felt like I was freed to, to talk about it. And I just learned as much as I possibly could about it. Um, and that's what kind of led me to this revelation of starting my own company and offering this to people. Well, that's, I love your story about your dad. Um, isn't it interesting how, you know, at the end of the day, I think people just want to feel good. And, and so he was able to use this, this really powerful plant and you got to witness that already knowing the benefits, but it's kind of like, I always say the proof is in the pudding. So <laughs> your dad basically modeled for you the power of this herb. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. You know, and there's research out there today that that is showing that with the opioid crisis uh, ongoing and, you know, prescription painkillers, as well as heroin and street drugs, you know, that cannabis is a good alternative to help ease that dependence. Um, and it's been saving lives. So, um, you know, until it's federally legal, however, I'm sticking with the CBD aspect of the cannabinoids in my company, and my products are staying THC-free only because when I talk to nurses, when I talk to healthcare providers out there, you know, there's still a little bit of um, stigma about it, and people are still really concerned about the THC aspect and being drug-tested. Um, which is which has been in the courts and is is a huge concern. So I wanted to make sure, you know, as a nurse, I use CBD a lot because I have the the chronic inflammation and pain, and I have the insomnia and everything else that experienced nurses our age, you know, go into because of the demanding job. 
Um, but I wanted to offer this and still take care of my bedside nurses by offering them a product that they can use that isn't a chemical, that's all natural, and that will help ease their pain and keep them doing what they do best and what they love most, and that's bedside nursing. Okay, so I want to start from the very beginning in case no one has ever heard about CBD. So can you tell us, uh, Jerry, what does CBD yeah. stand for? Yeah, cannabidiol is CBD, and it is one of over 100 cannabinoids that are found in a cannabis plant. Um, a cannabis, cannabis is, a, is the, the major species, but there is, you know, um, people may have heard of hemp, they may have heard of indica, stevia, and all of these different substrains and subspecies. Hemp, what differentiates hemp from um, the marijuana, as, as they say it, and I know that's, that's getting to be a, a name that is, is falling out of favor um, because it's so racially charged, but hemp is some uh, plant, is, is a cannabis plant that has less than 0.03% of THC. Um, a totally arbitrary percentage that the government came up with, but it's basically grown for its fibers. Now, you know, back in the colonies, back, way back, when we came over from England and established the colonies, hemp was a form of currency. Um, England required its colony farmers to send back a certain amount of hemp to England um, as, as currency, as payment, um, because hemp was used from everything from, from textiles to paper, um, fibers, ropes, um, so many different uses for it. Uh, and it wasn't until um, it, was, it was thought to be contributing to some kind of delinquency in America um, that it was started to be banned because of the THC aspect of it. Um, my products, you know, and products have evolved from there to be zero THC. There's some really good research out there that says CBD um, does have amazing anti-inflammatory properties, which, you know, inflammation is the cause of a lot of our chronic pain. You know, inflammation from arthritis is, is arthritic pain. Inflammation from um, chronic inflammation in our GI tract is, is, is an issue with, you know, all our irritable bowel syndromes. Um, CBD has also had a lot of um, evidence in reducing anxiety. And it's, it's kind of you know, you list the things that CBD is good for, and you're going, how can that possibly be? Um, but, you know, it, it happens that there's a system in our body that regulates our homeostasis um, and keeps us in balance. And it's an on-demand system, and it's called the endocannabinoid system. And researchers have recently found that. It wasn't until the 1990s that it really was discovered and studied. Um, so it's a fairly recent discovery, but the endocannabinoid system um, kind of kicks in with, this with these receptors that the THC and the CBD bind to as a photo or a phytocannabinoid um, and mimics our own body's natural endocannabinoid system. 
So when you're stressed, when you're chronic like that, um, your system has a tendency to kind of wear down and not continue to supply the amount of cannabinoids that are necessary naturally, which is why a phytocannabinoid like uh, CBD is really good to supplement that, to help support that homeostasis. I don't know. See, Elizabeth, you no, got me is, talking about this and no, I just can't is, stop. I'm this excited is good. about it. So I just want to um, state back to you and also for the listeners. So to me, I'm just thinking of, I'm, a, I'm an opportunist. So I'm always thinking like, where's the opportunity? So it sounds like, I mean, the, the, the plant, uh, the marijuana plant has been around since the beginning of time. And it seems like somebody figured out, hey, there's a way to use this plant, this herb, in a way that has less than 0.03% of the THC. And so, so many more people would be able to use this. If, you know, if you're a nurse and you get drug tested and you have the THC in your, in your bloodstream, um, I'm pretty sure that's not, that's not, Good for no, nurse. people have gotten fired over yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. So it sounds like what an inc- what a genius idea, and basically the the endocannabinoid system that we have in a, in the human body is basically helping the body do what it's meant to do naturally, which is heal itself if given the opportunity. Right. Which is cool. So let's talk a little bit more about you know the intricacies and can you share with the audience um how you came up with the name and logo of your business which by the way tulip tree cbd that just rolls off the song i love it i love it you know i'm a tree hugger from way back so i uh had a passion years ago um I I planted a whole driveway lined with tulip trees because they have such an awesome leaf. Um, It almost looks like a hand. And they have these really cool flowers in the springtime that are hard to see. But these are fast growing trees, but they're very strong and they grow very, very tall. So I admired these trees for a long time. Um, And when I was thinking of a company I wanted some kind of botanical name for it, but I I wasn't sure. So I went to the Netherlands to visit my son who lives there um, for work. And, you know, I was there during their tulip festival and I'm, I'm flying back from the Netherlands to the States and I'm trying to think of a name and trying to think of a name. And I thought tulips, tulip CBD, and it didn't quite have it. So I was looking, you know, searching my mind back for, what are the plants that I really admire? And the tulip tree is definitely one that's, that's in my top three favorites. So, and I like the sound of it. It just had a good ring to it. Um, so I came up with tulip tree CBD and I researched it and the name was available. Um, and my attorneys looked into, you know, incorporating and what we could do. And, and I was free and clear and so that's how that's how we developed it. It's uh, it's just that. a tree I admire, and and the leaves that look like hands, um, kind of mirrored, and the strength of the tree mirrored, you know, a nurse and healing and all of those things. Very metaphorical, which is very powerful because you know metaphors and images speak to the subconscious mind. So really, you're targeting people's subconscious with your branding. So that's pretty on point. <laughs> wow. 
That yeah, you so know, cool. I, I try to follow the path. It's, it's just right there in front of me. So, Right? When we're looking, it's just right there. So here's, okay, so I'm sure people are wanting to know, like, so this is what comes up for me is that, well, listen, there are all these um, mar multi-level marketing companies who are selling this because it's, it's the latest, you know, thing, it sure. thing. How does one go from you know, being a tree hugger, as you say, and loving plant medicine to up and deciding to like craft your very own, like, tell us about how yeah. did you decide that? And like, where, where is this made? How do you know the ingredients are safe? Like all that. Sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, like I said, I, I've, I've been a believer of medicinal cannabis for a long time and suffer from a lot of the aches and pains. So when CBD became more available online um, back, you know, a couple years ago, I started looking at different products and I would order products from, you know, I probably have 20 different companies products that I eventually ordered from. And there was such a range of um, quality and of education and information and customer service and some of it you didn't know what you were getting or you didn't know how to take it and and it was confusing and i'm sitting here as a nurse used to giving medications going this is kind of a mess um people really need to have a company that will look out for them will be transparent with third-party testing right on the website next to the products will explain where their products come from so i finally found a manufacturer that met the standards that I wanted for my own personal medicine. Um, and I collaborated with them to develop my product line. They're out of Colorado, which, you know, most of, most of them are out of Colorado these days, but um, Colorado Springs. And it's a company that really, they, they use organic growing methods for their, for their um, hemp-based plants. They have a special uh, strain of hemp that they grow that has uh, it's it's phytocannabinoid rich very high in CBD so um, they really they start out with really good clean product their processing is top-notch and there's extra levels of filtration that go on to make sure that we preserve the other cannabinoids but that we eliminate the THC because that was that was a hard stop for me I wanted absolutely no THC. Um, so they were able to put that together for me. And then, you know, the thing that really got me when I was looking at everybody's um, tinctures was that we're back in the 1800s using dropper bottles to give medicine. And I was using this and it was difficult for me as a nurse to sit and try to measure out exactly how much medicine I was getting as the dropper bottle got less and less um, tincture in it and figure out what I had counting drops or getting half a dropper here, dro half a dropper there. And also no matter how hard I tried to give myself sublingual drops, you know, you always end up touching the inside of your mouth. And our mouths as nurses we know are the dirtiest parts of our body. Well, besides, you know, down there, but it's, hundreds and hundreds of strains of bacteria. There's the digestive enzymes, you know, amylase in our mouth. 
and you put that, you get that on that dropper and you put it back into a multi-dose bottle and that starts growing and contaminating your tincture. It starts breaking down the, the oils that are in there because of the amylase and it just seemed kind of yucky to me. And as a nurse, you know, in the, from the hospitals, we know we're moving away from multi-dose medicines for those very reasons, because dosing is difficult, contamination is a risk. So I follow the same standards the hospitals did and moved to a single dose system so that people could buy their product, use it, know that they're getting exactly the right dose that they wanna get, it's concentrated in my um, Perfect Balance Singles. I have my tincture concentrated so that you don't have a whole dropper full of oil that you're trying to hold under your tongue. It's only a few drops, so it's really easy to keep under your tongue and not swallow, which is where most of the bioavailability comes from when you use sublingual tinctures. Um, and you know the little, the little packages, the little ampules that it comes in, they're recyclable, they're easy to throw in your purse or your pocket or your toiletries bag. Um, so it's very portable, very convenient, very clean, um, and very accurate, which is, which is my perfect product. Okay, this is so good. Okay, so many lessons for people listening, both business and health and ideas. So um, I love, so let's just talk about the business thing first. So basically yeah. what you're explaining is that you saw a gap in the market which is genius because when you're talking i'm like yep 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 to yeah. get the thing in your mouth and it's like it's got to touch your tongue and then how the heck mo so you're i'd love this you you did your research you saw a gap in the market you created your own and i love your criteria um the organic it's basically grown in this country now for your the way that somebody who buys your product can you explain since this isn't a visual podcast can you explain sure. um is it a tablet is it one little thing or is it coming in a vial what's it look like or how do they do it so so i have i have eight different products my my the product that i've been talking about the thing that i use every day and my my favorite out of all of them is the perfect balance singles which is a, a lightly sweet lemon flavored um, oil that comes in a small box and it comes in ampule strips of five. So it comes in two strips of five or 10 ampules for a box, um, 20 milligrams per ampule, and which is, which is about a daily dose for most people. Um, and this, this particular product really does serve that niche, I think the best. But I also have soft gels for people that don't like the sublingual tincture. There's the little soft gel caps, you know, like the little um, vitamin E capsules they look like. Um, so I have 10 milligrams for beginners because people who are um, naive, cannabis naive and just starting out, or people that are on prescription medications really should, the industry standard is to start low with your dose and go slow. So I've got the 10 milligram um, soft gels, but then I also have soft gels that have some curcumin in them, which is turmeric for inflammation to help with that. And I have some soft gels with a little, with a little dash of melatonin in it for people who need it to go to sleep. 
Um, I also have gummies because, you know, Elizabeth, who doesn't like gummies? Everybody, everybody likes gummies. And when in the middle of the day, when, when things are particularly stressful, you know, I'll pop a gummy instead of taking another full dose of something else because it just seems like a little afternoon treat. Okay, so uh, the ampules, like this is taking me back to when I used to give fentanyl yeah. and it was actually in a glass, in a glass ampule. Are the ampules, um, they're, so they're single dose. So I would just like pop off the top and then like. Yeah, and, and they're, re they're recyclable plastic. So they're not glass. So it's really easy. Um, and, and to give a good example to the audience so they can visualize it, you know, eye drops have gone from um, multi-dose dropper bottles to now you can get a lot of the brands have the little single, um, single dose ampules that you can buy and individually packaged. That's kind of the premise behind my product. It's those little plastic individual doses that have the wing top that you just kind of twist it off um, and use it that way and then toss it. Perfect. Thank you so much for being eco-friendly in your products and your packaging. That makes me so happy. Oh yeah. You know, the soft gel bottles, I am, they are half the size of the rest of the industry. You know, you get these bottles of medications, even if you go to the store, anything over the counter, they're in these big giant bottles and there's like, you know, a quarter of, of, the inside is filled with product and the rest is air or cotton or fluff. My bottles are half the size of that. There's still a little room in there, but you know, you get, you get the same amount of medicine with half the plastic. So I'm trying really hard to be very conscious, um, you know, with my packaging and being very thoughtful about environmental impact. Well, if you're a true tree hugger, we know that that's part of your mission, yeah. right? So that's yeah. awesome. Absolutely. Okay, now I have some more questions. Okay, so yeah. for the person who's a nurse who's listening, who's like, hey, I totally want to do this. Is there something special you had to do to be able to sell this, to be able to, um, anything, any, any things you had to jump through or become certified or what's, what's the deal on that? Yeah. Oh, and let me mention too, you know, in, in support of nurses, the World Health Organization has declared 2020 the year of the nurse. Yay for them. Um, and I want to honor that. And so I have a special um, discount on my website that, you know, I, I have a button there. It says nurses press here and nurses automatically get 20% off of their entire order for the full year. It's, um, it's another way of supporting that bedside nurses. But you know, nurses that wanna become entrepreneurs and wanna, wanna get out there, it's, for me it was a steep learning curve because I'm a nurse, not a business person. I'm a manager, you know, not necessarily an experienced entrepreneur. Um, so, there was a lot to do uh, as far as product selection, as far as packaging. Um, my packaging, I took great pains to make sure that my packaging was, was compliant with all the regulations, but was also very informative. Um, when you read some of the packaging out there, you're like, so I don't know how much I'm getting or what, you know, what is in this product specifically? And it was really difficult. Um, so my packaging is very clear. My packagers actually, they're down in Florida. Um, 
they're using my packaging as a uh, as to promote their company because they said it's some of the most beautiful packaging they've done. Um, and it's very, very specific for, for my brand. Um, but it's, it's difficult because there's a lot of moving pieces for nurses who want to get into the business. Um, banking was a huge hurdle. Um, banking is still a hurdle for people in the industry. Merchant services and being able to process credit cards online is a huge hurdle and, um, you know, held me back. And there was, there was a lot of learning that way. You know, you have to surround yourself with people who can help you um, in the places where you're not necessarily the strongest. Um, I have an accountant, I have an attorney, um, I have a manufacturer, a packager, and um, a lot of support from family. So thank it's, you. It's, yeah, it's a big is, undertaking, you know? It, it is. And when it's your passion, it's so worth it, right? Even it is. The dark oh, every, your soul, yeah. You're like, every yes. sleepless night. Yes. Okay, so I do want to ask a follow-up question, though. Um, is yeah. there anything that you had to do as a registered nurse to be able to sell this? Uh, is there any connection or correlation or certification? Um, not that I had to do. I have taken countless classes on cannabis, um, and the American Cannabis Nurses Association offers education, and there's more and more um, companies out there that are offering education. Um, and like anything, some of them are really good quality education uh, programs, and some of them are really kind of slapstick that they put together to educate their bud tenders in dispensaries. Um, so no, to answer your question, there wasn't anything special that I had to do as a nurse to be able to open this company. But I needed to learn as much as I possibly could. It's like when I started to become a nurse manager, you know, going from nurse to nurse manager, there is a whole section of, of knowledge that you need to have about management and budgets and managing people and all of that. Same goes with the, with the cannabis. I was, you know, a, a believer in medical cannabis, but an amateur dabbler. And um, to open a company, I wanted to learn everything I needed to know about this because not only do I want to sell this product, but I want to educate healthcare providers about this product. When I was a manager in the um, outpatient cardiology, I would overhear patients asking my doctors all the time, you know, what about medical marijuana? What about CBD? Is this something that I can take? And people are going to their doctors and asking them about this. And the doctors don't have the knowledge and the nurses don't have the knowledge to be able to answer those questions um, with any kind of confidence. So their answer to patients is, you know, there's not enough research. I wouldn't get into it right now. Um, so there's a lot of education that needs to happen. And I wanted to make sure that I was coming from a place of knowledge when I spoke to other healthcare providers to help them answer those patient questions. Okay, that's so helpful. Uh, so would the American Cannabis Nursing Association be a place that you would send people as a resource to learn more if they're nursing? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and also there's some online resources that, you know, there's some that are good, some that are not so good. I found that there's a um, website called Project CBD that is research-based 
excellent resource for um, all kinds of cannabis knowledge. So um, that's that's a good place to start. We'll put this in the show notes uh, so people don't have to be uh, taking notes. Although I love when people send me pictures uh, of the notes that they have taken when they listen to my podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So um, now let's talk about um, how can people get access to this amazing, these amazing products that you have. I am um, at this point, 100% online. So going to tuliptreescbd.com will get them onto my website. I do have a quiz available on there so that people can take it's, it's, you know, a handful of quick questions. Basically, I'm asking people, what do they want to take CBD for? Is it chronic pain? Is it insomnia? Is it inflammation? Is it anxiety? And then I have them rate that from zero to um, three so that I know, are they, are they super anxious and having a lot of pain? Are they really not sleeping at night? So, so we get a, a picture of what they're taking. Um, I also ask them if they're cannabis naive or have experience. And that comes into play, Elizabeth, because people who are cannabis naive um, who's, who've never taken cannabis are more sensitive to the cannabinoids than people that have already been taking um, cannabinoids, either as you know medical marijuana or as CBD. Um, so that influences their dosing. Also, body size influences their dosing. So they take this quiz and they submit, and it's just for them. It disappears as soon as they get off the page. But when they take the quiz, it comes up with some recommendations, and I have some starter recommendations for people and things to look out for. And I have some moderate dose recommendations for people that don't have to worry about prescription interactions or who have experience with cannabis before that might be able to take a little bit larger dose. Um, I also have a beginner's bundle. So people who are just starting out, it gives them, um, you know, the products they need to just get started with their CBD use. This is all sounds so lovely. Okay, so I want to ask you three like follow up questions, and then I want you to share a download with the audience okay. that you can think of. So my questions are: Are there any contraindications for somebody to take CBD? Yes, and, and you know, don't get me wrong. CBD is not the end all for everybody. You know, there are people that it doesn't really take into you know help at all. Um, and it may be because they're not taking it correctly, or it may be because they're just not, their endocannabinoid system doesn't respond to it. Um, there has been some uh, research done that people that are taking warfarin, you know, Coumadin and blood thinners, that CBD will potentiate that. And so they have to be very careful and absolutely speak to their physicians before starting any kind of supplement. Um, but CBD would be something that they'd want to talk to their doctor about. And because those people monitor their blood, um, their PTTs pretty closely, it's pretty easy to be able to adjust doses. A lot of times people can go with a lower dose of their, of their prescription medications um, when they start the CBD. Um, but CBD is processed through the liver when it's taken, you know, as an edible by mouth, either the gummies or the, the soft gels. 
have to pass through the GI system and, and get processed through the liver. And those liver enzymes, um, if they're processing the CBD, aren't necessarily available to process prescription medications. So that's where it can potentiate, either potentiate or hinder some of the um, prescription absorption. So that's why I asked the question in the quiz. If people are on prescription medications, they really should wait. You know, industry standard is a half hour to an hour. I let people um, know that they should probably wait two hours before they take their before they take their CBD um, soft gels or their gummies. The sublingual they can take a lot sooner because it it goes it's absorbed right into the bloodstream and bypasses the GI tract and the liver. So the risk of interaction there is a lot less. But um, research is still forthcoming in all of those. And, and as that research comes out, you know, I try to keep my customers in the loop with drug interactions because it's a real concern. Uh, absolutely. So thank you for sharing that. What about kids? Um, well, CBD hit the, the headlines because of it, the Charlotte's Web strain that helped um, little Charlotte with her seizures. So um, it's used in certain strains, certain types of seizures for children uh, very, very effectively. So um, there, there's research out there, there's more research coming that CBD is really good for children um, that are suffering from seizures of different types. It's also um, really good for seniors. There's a lot of research coming out now that our seniors, it's, it's neuroprotective. So um, seniors with uh, Alzheimer's, dementias are being studied to see, um, there's been some really promising preclinical trials in that arena, as well as diabetes. But these are all preclinical trials. Um, so we'll be seeing more and more um, solid research coming out in all of those fields soon. Wow, this is very exciting stuff. Okay. That yeah, is. So cool. Um, so of course, you know, we always tell people, this is what's coming up for me when we talk about talking to your doctor, because similar to nutrition, mm -hmm. doctors don't know about nutrition unless they're functional medicine or they're naturopaths or they're right, right. Have, have some really um, significant interest in nutrition because it's not taught. Although that's changing, some yeah. things are starting to happen. However, so I mean, just based on coaching people for eight years, I could see somebody going to their doctor, they're, you know, they've got high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, and they're like, yeah, I want to start taking CBD. And their doctor, and they say, well, like, what's your, what's your input? And the doctor's like, um, well, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. So what a huge need to be educating healthcare providers or nurse practitioners who are writing scripts. Right. Because as you were saying, Jerry, like some people are able to reduce their actual prescription meds, which is hello, a huge bonus. <laughs> It is. It is. It's amazing bonus. So, you know, I'm out there, I'm giving lectures at community events um, and I'm reaching out to hospital groups. I've got a couple of things on the books now for lectures 
for nurse practitioner groups because they want they want the information. You know, I'm I'm and I'm not surprised the nurse practitioners want the information before the physicians do because you know we're all nurses and nurses love to learn and want to know how best to take care of our patients. So you know they're seeking me out to to do some education for them. Um, and I'm happy to see it because the more knowledge we have, the better we're able to take care of our patients out there. I'm seeing like CBD Academy with Jerry Schultz. <laughs> Online school coming up in 2020, Year of the Nurse. Okay, I love your special for nurses, Year of the Nurse 2020. Amazing! Okay. I know. I got to take care of my nurses. I bottom so, line. Yes. I so appreciate that. So tell us, Jerry, you know, this show, I call it divine downloads because I, I think that we all, when we get in this receptive state where we can receive information, it sounds like when we talked before we had the show, when you got the idea and the image of your logo, Tulip Tree CBD, um, I think we have many of these uploads, downloads in our lifetimes. Is there one that you want to share that's um, with our listeners that you think is relevant or would be helpful? Well, um, there's, well, there's a lot, you know, I have always, always believed that you need to keep your eyes open and just keep moving forward. And, you know, it's like Dory and finding Nemo, just keep swimming, but you have to, you have to pay attention to the signs and there's signs you know, that come into your life when you need them to come into your life. And there's people that come in and out of your lives when you need them there. Um, one of the most recent signs is I just recently moved to the Cincinnati area. I've been a Chicago girl all my life, if you haven't been able to tell from my accent. Um, but I just moved to Cincinnati and I was looking for a house. Um, and I was looking and had very specific criteria for what I needed. And the first house that I came to that I looked at not only filled all of those, you know, it checked all those boxes, but there in the front yard of this house was a tulip tree. And I thought, it's a sign. I'm on the track. Oh, I love that. So it was, you know, it was, and it's, it's a silly thing, but it's, it's just reassuring me that I am you know, supposed to be here and I am on the right track. And then I started unpacking um, when I moved in and I had, I had dabbled in stained glass probably 20 years ago and I had made these stained glass windows. And as I unpacked them and hung them in my office, I realized that they were all tulips. So I've got three stained glass um, windows hanging in my office that I made myself 20 years ago of tulips with the tulip tree in my front yard and um, just fire in my heart to keep going. Holy full circle moment. Yeah, it's, it's there. Hindsight, hindsight helps a lot, but you know, you gotta keep, gotta keep moving forward. Everything that you need is there in front of you. I couldn't agree more. Okay, so remember everybody, like Dory, keep swimming. Keep swimming. And for the love of all that is holy, keep paying attention to the signs. Yes. Because they are everywhere. They're there. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, so, you get what you need. Yes, you do. And so Jerry, this has been super informative. I, 
I learn something new every time I do this podcast. And is there anything else, uh, final comments, parting wisdom that you want to give a shout out to our listeners before we wrap this up with a bow today? Nope. Just keep learning. There's so much out there. Perfect. Well, thank you again, Jerry, for your expertise, your energy, your wisdom, your wisdom and your tree hugging and being an eco-friendly business owner and for uh, lots of great business savvy that you share, share with us today. And um, so thank you. Of course, I want to thank the listeners. This, um, you know, when you just throw something at the wall to see what sticks, you never know what's going to happen. And um, I'm starting to get feedback um, about the podcast. It seems like nurses are getting tons of value. So please let me hear from you. What are you loving? What do you want to hear more of? And if you want me to get this in front of more people, please go write me a review on iTunes. Um, and just again, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And until the next time, remember you are fully supported. Keep looking at those for those signs. Keep swimming and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.